Christian McCaffrey is the obvious number one. Is Dalvin Cook an obvious number two? And how do we round out our top five running backs? Let's find out right now on Fantasy Football Today in five. I'm Adam Azer, joined by Jimmy Eisenberg. I want to thank all of you for listening to our top five episodes. Uh, top five quarterbacks yesterday, running backs today, and then we'll do wide receivers and tight ends as well. And we'll be joined by Jacob Gibbs later in the week for some player profiles. Uh, Jamie, so looking at your top five running backs, is Dalvin Cook an easy choice at number two? Uh, yes and no. He's an easy choice to rank at number two. I think for now he's an easy choice to draft at number two. Format obviously matters if you're looking at him comparatively to, let's say, Derrick Henry in non-PPR. But, you know, Cook was awesome last year. He finally lived up to the expectations and the hype of playing a full season, at least the majority of a full season, and delivering on the uh, the potential that he's shown. So uh, for me, he's number two, but I, I, I can certainly understand an argument for Henry and potentially even Alvin Kamara if you feel comfortable enough with the quarterback situation in New Orleans. Yeah, and Dave, actually, we just did the show with Dave, the full-length show. He does not have Cook number two in one of the formats. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. I won't spoil it, but we had a nice debate over that. I think everybody will figure it out. Well, no, because it could be Henry in non-PPR or it could be Kamara in full PPR. Sure. Right? Yeah. Think about it, people. Uh, all right, so who's number three for you after, after McCaffrey and Cook? In non-PPR and half-PPR, it's Derrick Henry. In full PPR, it's Alvin Kamara. Um, you know, I, I think whether it's Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill, Kamara will still be good enough, uh, great enough, I should say. Um, and, you know, I like the fact that they're going to hopefully run the ball a little bit more, but I, I'm not so concerned about what I saw with Taysom Hill starting for Drew Brees last year that he didn't throw the ball to Kamara the same level. But that's going to be a, a, a disappointing aspect of his game. Um, but in non-PPR, I mean, Henry was just so dominant and I think, you know, could lead the league in rushing again, can run for potentially 2,000 yards, uh, can score 15-plus touchdowns. And if he does anything more in the passing game, which they've alluded to, then I think he's going to be just a, an absolute stud. And, you know, I have been uh, concerned about Henry with his workload and, you know, risk of injury. But I think what he's shown you the last two years, you got to buy into what he's been, what he should be again, and hopefully uh, continues to be with an upgraded offense with uh, Julio Jones now in Tennessee. Yeah, I'm gonna. I was gonna ask you, what do you think the Julio trade does? But I'd rather talk about the back end of the top five. And if we know the top four are gonna be McCaffrey, Cook, Kamara, Henry in some order, is it Barkley? Is it Taylor? Is it Eckler? Is it Zeke? Who sneaks in there at number five? Yes, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, for me, it's Taylor in non PPR, in half PPR, full PPR. It's Barkley. Um, I've toyed with the idea of putting Zeke ahead of both of them just because if he does bounce back in this offense, you know, I mean, we're looking at Taylor did the majority of his work in half the season. And what happens if Carson Wentz is a complete disaster and this offense falls apart? Maybe Marlon Mack takes away some work. Barkley is coming back from a significant injury and the reception total you got to be a little worried about with Daniel Jones comparatively to what he did with Eli Manning. So Zeke is so tried and true, uh, but was last year just a complete result of the offensive line and Dak falling apart, or Dak not being, excuse me, offensive line falling apart and Dak not being there? Or was he starting to slow down a little bit based on the work that he's had? And you got to be worried about him a little bit. But I think those three guys are there. And then, you know, if you say Aaron Jones has Aaron Rodgers for 17 games, uh, two top five finishes the last two seasons, no Jamal Williams, so hopefully an uptick in the passing, uh, you know, aspect of his game. It's hard not to like Aaron Jones as well. Okay, so then I'll give you the scenario then. Everyone's fully healthy. Everyone's there. Um, we get a report that says Marlon Mack is going to have like a minimal role. Uh, basically, they're all going to have big workloads. Taylor, Barkley, Zeke, Jones. Who gets that fifth spot? Taylor and non-PPR, Barkley and PPR. 
I just think Barkley's role as a receiver, I'm going to shoot for the ceiling. And I've seen the ceiling. I don't know what that role is going to be, though. Because we've never seen him with... Well, we have well, he was saw him with Beckham. But they've got a lot more options now in the passing game and they kind of I don't know, they didn't throw to him as much since the first half of his rookie season. He's not like a, he's not an 80 catch guy. I think more than Taylor though, yeah, for sure. I think he's 60 catches okay. over 17 games and I'll buy into that. Yeah. All right, great. Thank you very much. Listen to the full-length show for some good running back debate. We also talk about Cam Akers and if he could sneak into the top five. Let me read your emails at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Talk to you tomorrow with our top five wide receivers on FFT and 5. <laughs>